morning. Um, everyone, I want to introduce to you a philanthropist, an author, a devoted husband and father, a dear friend, longtime friend of mine, Mr. Sean Stewart. Yes. <laughs> How Thank you been? Girl, I've been great. Lots been going oh. on. So uh, I'm excited you reached out yes, to me. So yes, I yes. I want to. I want to yeah. tell the people that's listening our um, our relationship. It goes back to Baton Rouge time when I was in college. And wow. Yes, yeah. and let me tell everyone now. This man is like an encyclopedia of the Bible. And, you know, it was so oh, crazy because... Raising the bar. Yeah, yeah, raising the bar. And it was so um, yeah. funny because, you know, the way you used to tell me these stories, I got so fascinated with the Bible. And you actually, by doing that and the way you presented to me, got me so indebted into the Bible and wanting to know more about it. So you just had that talent and you were able to motivate and push me to do that. (laughs) So I'm forever grateful, forever grateful. And, um, but before that's kind of you and I really appreciate that. That, That's amazing to hear that. I, even I impacted you, you know, even that much to be able to do that because really, uh, Christian, that's the most important subject of all. Mm -hmm. So to just have any influence on you or anybody else with that is, is, major thumbs up so yes. but I'm glad you pursued it yes <laughs> so before I so. get started I usually like to come into agreement and say a prayer so if you'll be my honor of just you know um doing us a quick pra- prayer introduction and then sure. we can move on into our topic sure sure absolutely absolutely uh, father God in heaven we come to you Lord, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. And we just ask that you touch this conversation and that you just touch this meeting. And Lord, that you just allow your spirit to work and to rule and have its way in this meeting and and that we'll agree on your word, Lord, and that it will in some way edify us and fill us with your word, with your wisdom, with your spirit, Lord. And we thank you for it in advance in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So today's topic, as I... um talk to you about I'm trying to get into something completely different you know I'm more of a narrative writer of that you know philosophy type writer and informational writer which you do an amazing job with um so I'm trying Mm -hmm. to venture off into that and it's something new because even now um I'm compiling my second volume of poetry and I find myself like lining it up in a narrative way so (laughs) this right here is something completely um different and so I'm trying to use every element of inspiration even through my podcast of dissecting the topics but the topic is basically is chivalry dead we're accepting the fact that we are just different to kind of rid the ignorance that we should be the same, like placing those, you know, those unattainable expectations, but at the same time, not forgetting that romance is about seeking the heart and not chasing just that moment, whether it's that moment of lust, whether it's that short-lived physical intimacy, because to me, I feel like romance and chivalry is almost like, um, a reminder of what God does. He's always seeing right. how, you know, um, 
I feel like God is always that symbol of chivalry, how he's constantly romancing us to seek our heart and seeking that long lasting intimacy. And I feel like nowadays it may be lost and we don't take that approach and we make these or we create these utopia expectations and we forget that we are different. And why don't we accept the fact that we are different and go back to the true art of the true art of chivalry and dating one another and accepting that we are different, acknowledging that we are different and making those adjustments, you know, so I would love your intake because I feel like I was saying Proverbs and I was also thinking about Psalms. These are love letters to me. You know, these are things that speak to our heart. So what is your intake? Well, I think I think it goes back to this. I think what we've lost because I think it's a little deeper than chivalry. I think what we lost is the roles. Our roles are not defined anymore and society doesn't assist with that. So I think what's happened is we don't understand what our roles are in relationship. And like, for instance, I'll, I'll say something like, all right, like for some guys, if you were brought up a certain way, it's fine to go out and date. You understand how it goes in order to get mm-hmm. to know a person. But for many others and probably the majority, uh, they don't know exactly how to go about doing that or performing mm-hmm. the act of chivalry. So, in, in especially in the world of date, and the blame goes both ways because the guys don't know and the women I guess now today it's so important to be independent and we throw that around, but I think it's toxic to a relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it causes immediately it causes a barrier because when a guy shows up and I know it's happened to me before and the woman has everything she needs, well, what do I give her? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She can pay mm-hmm. her own bills. <laughs> she reminds me <laughs> of this every day that she's I-N-D-E. Come on, you know the, you know the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah. what do I give a woman who I, I, I can't give her a car? She has a car. I can't give her a home. She has that. I can't give her a family. In a lot of cases, they come with children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so guys don't know the role. And I, th- I think marriage and relationships, uh, the problem is that it's, it's not so much the chivalry being dead. We don't, we don't know how to go about handling relationships because we don't know where we're going with mm-hmm. We don't know where you want to go. We don't know where we want to go. Uh, and what I mean by that is, you know, especially mentioning a word like marriage, you know, it's a turnoff now where in the Bible, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Marriage is just basically something people shy away from. And it's right. so important that we understand that because in a relationship, our marriage we have to start being the example of what a marriage requires right because it's it's a it's in in that marriage you have to have skills just like right. if you go to a job there are certain right. skills that they are looking for mm-hmm. so go ahead and continue to explain what you were talking about in regards to that Right. And uh, before I do, it, it's it's important what you did say, because a lot of people miss that uh, love is an important component of marriage, but it does take skill. Uh, there are plenty of people that love each other that don't know how to operate together. 
or to, or to get things done together. They love each other, but they can't, they can't even be around each other for long. And uh, they love each other, but they create toxic environments at home. But the spouse doesn't, <laughs> doesn't even want to come home, rather be doing something else. Right. And because the house is not safe. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. and, uh, so, but I do want to hit on that because it is important to, uh, you know, to have that. And I'll look at it this way. Marriage, just like uh, it has roles and you have to have skills to be able to operate in your role and get the most production out of it and your team. And my thing is this, if you don't have a goal, so let's just, let's just take it from the beginning. Let's just say you meet someone you're interested in dating and uh, you know, you all get together, kind of spend some time together, but the, what happens after that is going to be determined basically on what your goal is. So if your goal is, just to have a one night stand and you accomplish it, then you can't expect much else after that. If your goal is just to have somebody to kick it with, then that's as far as it can go because mm-hmm. you, you won't do anything that'll take you beyond your goal. That's just your goal. So if you, right. so there won't be any chivalry in that mm-hmm. unless it's under mm-hmm. false pretenses. Right. Right. So, Cause exactly. there's no need. Exactly. There'd be no need. So if your goal is, if your goal is, and I always feel like this, whenever you, especially since I'm older now, and uh, your goal should always be whenever you get into dating or a serious relationship, anything like that, your goal should ultimately always, always, and without exception, be marriage. Mm-hmm. So if that is your end goal, then everything that you all do together should be working towards accomplishing that goal but unfortunately marriage has become a negative thing uh Mm -hmm. in society uh even if you mention you're married i mean it could be family and friends they don't expect y'all to stay together long uh Mm -hmm. you know they not really you know positive about your marriage or they they got more negative to say than good and uh and it's not really their fault it's just the way that marriage has come across now Right. Because I think a lot of people now they're looking for that quick fix relationship. They don't understand the concept of, again, having that romance of continuing to seek the heart of a person. Right. You have to be able to understand that you are going to be different. That's like like you said, going into a business, going into a job, you are going to have to work with people with different personalities, with different um, values, different upbringings. But what are you willing to do in regards? Are you just going to stop at one point of romancing this person and seeking the heart, the changes that this person is going through or the shifts in their lives? Because it's not equal to what you see or how you feel, or you're going to accept that, Hey, I'm dealing with a human being. Right. And if I continue to love, like I'm supposed to not in regards to accepting bad behavior, but loving that person through their faults and accepting that they are different and not placing these expectations on them that are unrealistic And I need to acknowledge first and foremost that they are different in my life. So what do I need to do to make those adjustments together? What do I need to do to continue 
to have that sense of chivalry, so to speak, um, to guide me in chasing this long lasting intimacy, which is the goal of marriage. Right, right, right. I I think a lot of times we get we get caught up in, in things that are, that are not important also when it, when it comes to relationships. And even like you mentioned, uh, you know, we may be different. There's always going to be some differences about it. That's what makes us great uh, for mm-hmm. each other. You wouldn't want the same, you know, you, and we, you might think you do, but you really don't because they're going to bring aspects to the table that you don't have. She may be stronger in one area. He may be stronger in the other. That's teamwork. That's relationship mm-hmm. team building. And that's a word we should always include in relationship team building. And uh, because right. ultimately that's what it comes down to is, hey, we're together as one. I'll, I'll work on certain things. You'll work on other. There are things I do well. There are things that you do well. And so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll rely on my wife for certain things because I'm not good at them. So I, I'll right. allocate it to her. And I'm okay with that because I understand my you role. You accept. Exactly. Absolutely. You accept those those um, attributes, either right. the lack of your ability to do something and her ability to do something. You accept it. But first, you have to be able to acknowledge it. And I think a lot of that centers around self-love, self-respect first and foremost guys thank you so much this was so fun that was just a quick segment of what's to come the small conversation that sean and i had um in regards to this topic Um, I'm so excited because this is so new to me and this is a well needed topic that need to be discussed um shivery in respect to um, how God and Jesus is the center and the model of chivalry and romance and seeking our heart and how we need to relate that into our relationship and our marriages. And again, next week, you'll get more of the conversation part two that we had when he went into more of the detail on the perspective um, of the rose and just that perspective of chivalry in general. So that's going to be so exciting. Please tune in next week and the weeks to come. I'll be dissecting more of the topics of Shivery is Shivery Dead with more and um, more guests and exciting um, just different views and viewpoints. So that's so exciting. So thank you so much, Sean, for joining me this morning. And again, you'll get more of the ending conversation next week so please stay tuned i'll get into the poetry segment of the episode and it is national poetry week so that's so exciting everyone um get excited about that i know i'm excited about that national poetry week let's bring awareness to poetry and literature and how it really boosts and in the foundation of literature comprehension but this poem it's an original it's from the conversation of hope my first um volume of poetry and quotes and i rewrote this poem because i fell in love with the poem it was it was titled she and i thought oh i have to do a remake of this poem i like it so much and it was written by a male 
and I was like, hey, I really, really want to rewrite and remake um, and do a cover of this poem. And I titled it She, Written from a Male's Point of View. And the next week, I'll give you the poem that I wrote in response to that. It's called She Replies. So it's giving you those two different perspectives of romance and um, the initial meet and greet of a man and a woman. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, her name is unknown, but her beauty speaks. My heart begins to beat faster and faster every time we greet. What is it that I feel? I become numb to reality. Could she be my future wife or another disaster waiting to happen? When I look into her eyes, I can see a clear view of her life intertwined in minds. Could it be just my longing for someone to touch? Or is this real? And am I now on a mission to earn her trust? So frustrated because I love, I have no verbal cue to express my feelings and unleash these trapped emotions which are way past due. Could it be the glimpse of her beauty that brings forth an aroma of positivity to life? A life where a man can be true, a man can be honest, a man can love and admire the she as his wife. Friends whisper in my ear that she is not worth the amount of effort I am trying to give the she in my life. Is it a manly way of looking out or looking to get in? Do I take the risks and give it all? Or do I hold back and watch as another man comes in and take my place because fear kept me deaf from destiny's call? No man can judge for another, but each man must weigh all facts and circumstances and find truth in his own judgment of righteousness. And here I lie with the fact I feel love without having been introduced yet. And I understand my circumstance. I don't know if this she will be willing to love me back. And I now face my judgment of righteousness. I will allow my feelings to surface and shield me from this fatal attack. So excuse me, she. There's something I must profess that I can no longer hold back. So I'm snapping and I'm snapping and I'm snapping. So just a nice love poem. And again, I will give you uh, part two, She Replies, next week. Next, I have my recommended book. I found this book while I was book thrift shopping. I love to find uh, inexpensive books. And don't rule out thrift book shopping. You will find some of the best gems um, hidden. And this one is a goodie. This one I used a lot while I was in the fiancé transition phase, from girlfriend to fiancé to wife. And it's by Kimberly Bear, and it's titled, First Comes Love, Then What? Challenging Your Assumptions on Dating, Love, and Commitment. Um, is basically talking about the reality of relationships and how it takes commitment and work, and how... Um, it will help both men and women learn to use their heads before losing their hearts and is dissected into um, great um, activities and things of that nature, uh, great tools, but it's a goodie. So I hope you find it very rewarding and you look into it. So that brings me to the end of the segment and I really, really hope that you enjoyed today and the quick uh, teaser that I gave to you this morning. 
Again, thank you so much for always being so supportive and listening. And please tune in next week and the weeks to come. I have so much to give and so much to share and some really good um, perspectives from different people, great people, um, people that use their voice and their knowledge to spread love. And, and you can see the growth and hear the growth in their lives. So that's one thing that I have lined up for the next few weeks. Um, you can go to my website, that's writingdovewordsforthesoul.weebly.com. That's writingdovewords, the number four, the letter D, for the soul, I mean soul.weebly, W-E-E-B-L-Y.com. You can browse, send me requests, comments, anything. And again, thank you so much for joining me. I love you all. Continue um, to hit me up and tell me what you think. I value your opinion and I love all of you. Have a blessed morning, a blessed week. And remember, I need you, you need me, we need each other. So stay blessed. Ciao.